and having this awareness little by little, the pain just starts to kind of go away. Mm -hmm. And when you're in the pain, you would never think like over here, like that that's even possible, mm -hmm. but it is. Hello and welcome to the Evolving with Jessica podcast. My name is Jessica. I am an integrative nutrition health coach, a holistic skin healing guide, and certified life coach. In this podcast, we cover topics such as holistic health and wellness, nutrition, and spirituality. If you enjoy or gain any insight, please leave a review. This makes the show more searchable, which helps others find the information too. In this episode, I am joined by Jessica Berger. Jessica is the owner of Attune Energy, and she is a multi-talented entrepreneur with an impressive educational and professional background. With a bachelor's degree in psychology and an MBA in management and marketing, Jessica has spent years studying the intricacies of the human mind and how to create solutions that truly make a difference. She became passionate about finding quick, natural solutions that could provide fast relief for those struggling with stress and anxiety. And with Attune Energy, she has created a range of products that can retrain your brain to think about life in a more positive way, giving you the tools you need to, to take control of your life and live the way you want to. Originally from Chicago, Jessica now resides in Miami with her beloved cat, Gracie. In her spare time, she enjoys exploring the city, being near the ocean, and facilitating healing events. To check out more from her, you will find her links in the description, and I hope you enjoy this episode. You were just telling me about your cat who has kidney disease and... Tell me what you were doing yesterday with your cat because of this. Yeah, so there's um, a newer technology out. It's called, you can go to eesystem.com. It's an energy enhancement system. And it's using scalar frequency designed by this really brilliant doctor, uh, Dr. Sandra. And this is technology that was studied by uh, Tesla and Albert Einstein even has some work done with this. And it's really to get the cell to the cells to heal themselves. And um, there's a lot of really cool research on it. And a new center just opened in Palmetto Bay called Amplified Healing. And so I decided that I was going to take Gracie there to an overnight stay, which is 12 hours of Amplified Healing. And um, so we had our little blow up bed. And we just lay there and, you know, do a little bit of meditation and, and contemplation. And you just let the frequency absorb. You have this energy enhanced water that you can drink that I poured a little bowl for Gracie. And um, it's just a really unique experience. Um, afterwards, you do a salt bath to really get rid of the excess toxins, which Gracie probably won't be doing. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's really powerful and I, I highly recommend it. Um, in fact, upcoming in the next couple of weeks, I'll be doing a sound healing session within the EE system. And so that'll be really powerful. And 
I'm excited for it. It's it's a really cool technology that not a lot of people know about yet. I just want to clarify one thing. When you said you had a blow up bed, is that for your cat or for you or for both of you? Luckily, she shared it with me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're both on a blow up bed and then yeah. afterwards you take a salt bath and it's for it's meant for her or for both of you? Well, she's not going to take the bath. I don't think she would like that much, but it's just to pull the rest of the toxins out of the body and to really finalize the detox process. Oh, I love this so much. I, <laughs> so if you were to take her to a regular vet, what would have been their solution? Do you even know, or did you not even like look down that path? Yeah, I, I am looking down every path I can. Um, she's had a rough year. Um, she, uh, this year started with some chronic constipation and now it's evolved into this. Um, so I'm looking at everything and what the regular doctor, um, does is I actually give her IV fluids at home, um, with like a drip bag and put it in her neck. And so keep her hydrated. She's on a special diet. I've consulted a veterinarian nutritionist to formulate a home diet for her that I can make myself. Um, which is pretty complex and just doing everything I can. Um, I lost my other cat last year and, and, you know, it's just like a fight to the end just to, to keep her happy and as healthy as possible. And this technology wasn't really out or available in Florida at that time that my other cat was sick. And so I definitely jumped on the, jumped on the opportunity this time when I found out that the new center opened last month. Yeah. Yeah. I bet. I mean, mm -hmm. how my mind is going, like, I know with humans, like a big thing for me is helping people with suppressed emotions because they manifest in physical form, but with cats or animals, how the heck does a cat end up with liver disease? Yeah. It's interesting because cats are, um, naturally they don't show that they're sick because they don't want to you know they don't want to be preyed on so they constantly have this like I'm okay um appearance and it's usually not until they get really sick do you know that something is wrong with them um you know luckily I'm at home with Gracie every day so I I really kind of can pick up on these little changes that she had but um you know just slight difference in her eating um, that was really it. She was just starting to be a little picky with her food. And I took her into the vet right away. And, and, um, you know, we did catch it early, but it, they say that it's not curable. Um, I don't know if I believe that, but you know, that's another story. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like everything is, but we don't have to go there. <laughs> yeah. Um, speaking of though, you did mention sound healing. So that could, I mean, of course, any being, it would also work for an animal, I'm sure. But, um, how does that, how does that get incorporated into your life as far as healing? Yeah. So I started sound healing when Fiona, my other cat got sick. I wanted to offer her as much holistic health as possible. And when I first heard the sound frequency in a yoga class, I was immediately addicted to it. I'm like, whoa, what is that sound? And I was like, I think this could help her. And so I bought my first sound bowl and I knew I was going to 
just keep collecting the bowls so I could have a full set and just provide this for her. And she would just lay there and she would just let me play and she just loved it. And she would just like get her little sound bath. Um, Gracie, on the other hand, is very scared of the bulls. So it, it really depends on the animal. Dogs handle it a little bit better, I think, but cats are kind of hit or miss. So, um, you know, she runs away, but even, even then she's still, the frequency is still in the house. And, and I believe that it's still, you know, a healing, powerful, positive energy that's, that's in the, in the home. So, um, yeah. And for humans, um, sound healing helps the brain waves go into theta, which is a meditative state. This is where a lot of healing occurs, both physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. It's where we can connect with something higher than us. We can open the heart and kind of like take a peek as to what's in there and um, really self-explore and find self-love. Um, it's not often that we have like an hour of time to ourselves where we're not checking our phone. We're not, you know, scrolling. We're not answering calls or emails or whatever it is. And so this hour gives us the opportunity to really reflect on what no longer serves us and what we truly want in our lives to be happy, to be healthier, to reduce pain, anxiety, all of these things, and just find this like homeostasis that, that our bodies and our minds crave. Mm. Okay. So if I want to do sound healing, can I get a bowl and do it myself and it will have the same effects or am I better off going to like someone like you or to um, a yoga session where they have sound healing? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, You know, it depends on your needs. Um, You can definitely purchase your own sound bowl and have that in your home. It is a different experience because you have to play and focus a little bit on playing as opposed to necessarily just really opening up and letting go. Um, But it definitely helps the mind calm down. It gets kind of the clutter out of the brain and helps us focus so that we can start a meditation practice. Um, It's hard to meditate. And so playing a sound bowl before meditation really kind of brings some clarity and alignment to your practice, even if it's just for a few minutes. Now, if you want to experience a group session, you know, this is a collective energy. This is a, a, a powerful group collective energy, and you can be with, you know, five, 10, 50 other people. It's very powerful. Um, if you are going through some tough stuff and you want individualized care and you want to have a more personalized experience, then I recommend an individual one-on-one session. So it, it really depends on, on your needs and what you're looking to accomplish throughout the session. Okay, so it sounds like this is similar to meditating, whereas it's something you want to incorporate frequently into your life, not like a, like a one session of like acupuncture, although that's also something that you want to do many yeah. times. Right. It is a practice. Yeah. And your first sound healing session, you're going to be like, what are all these noises? This is crazy. How are they doing that? Like, what am I supposed to be doing right now? I'm thinking too much. I'm not thinking enough. Like, you know, your mind just starts to go wild and that's totally normal. So yes, you are correct. It is a practice um, so that we can get to the point where, you know, the brain is kind of like this and you don't have all of these thoughts really just flooding into your mind. Um, And I, it depends on the person. And again, what you're going through, maybe you need it every week. 
maybe you need it every other month. Um, you know, once you get to a better spot, you can kind of do the meditation on your own, but it, it is a personalized experience and preference. Okay. So you've been doing this for a couple of years, mm -hmm. sounds like, and interestingly enough, your cat is the one who <laughs> brought you into this world. Yeah. And which is super cool. How would you suggest, given that you've been doing this a while, when those thoughts do come in, how do you help people navigate those thoughts? Like, what are they supposed to do with those thoughts? How, what can make yeah. it easier for them to drop into that moment and actually get everything out of the sound feeling? Yeah, it's hard. Um, you know, even myself, like throughout my life, I find myself over emotional and very flooded with emotions, you know, even getting Gracie's diagnosis last week, like you know, I'm just like, I, my natural response is overwhelming a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. And, you know, sometimes I just go outside and I just start running because I just have like so much emotion. And so sound healing, you know, is, is such a powerful way to, to calm the mind. Um, and if you wanted it in your own practice, you can just start playing for a few minutes when you have these intense emotions come up. Um, another powerful way of, of working through some of this stuff is through the breath, just being aware of the breath. Like there's so many points throughout the day where I'm like, am I even breathing right now? Like, I feel like I just held my breath for like 10 minutes straight and I catch myself and I'm like, oh, okay. Like breathe, you know, you can do, um, circular breathing. You can breathe in for four seconds and, and out for four seconds, very simple breathing techniques that that have been very powerful for me the breath keeps us in the in the present moment and when we're not in the present moment we're in guilt or shame from the past or we live in fear and anxiety of the future and and staying in the present moment or now they call it mindfulness is just so powerful because in this very moment this exact very moment 99 percent of the time everything is okay you know it's that we let our minds go to the past or to the future. And then like, we have all these thoughts. So, you know, in the moment Gracie was diagnosed, she's okay in that moment. But my mind goes to the future of what could happen. And it goes to the past of my other cat who passed away. And so I, I get stuck in this and um, just coming back to the breath, like, and, and, and reframing the thoughts, you know, like I find myself telling myself negative things a lot and just catching myself with these negative thoughts and, and saying, that's not true. Reframing it. You know, the body is, is made to heal. Gracie is healing. Gracie is healed. Um, I am healed, you know, whatever it is, um, really catching those things that we tell ourselves that are self-defeating and just harmful. They're just harmful to ourselves. And, and it's not easy, but when you start catching these, this self-talk, negative self-talk, um, it's, it can become such a powerful tool to change your life. Okay. So what I'm hearing is when you get all those thoughts coming up, don't attach to them, just catch them as in yeah. have awareness around them. Be mindful, like you said, but know that it's not truth. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's exactly it. You know, it's, it's becoming the observer of the thought instead of being in the thought. It's like, oh, that's interesting that I'm thinking that right now, instead of like, I can't believe I'm thinking this right now. There's, there's no need to 
shame ourselves for thinking these negative thoughts. We can't control the thoughts, but what we can control is our response to the thoughts. And, um, and that is that you, you take back your control, you take back your power when you can start to be the observer. Mm-hmm. A couple of little um, visuals that I've learned too over the years is like, it's like watching clouds. So if you're like laying in the grass and you're watching the clouds pass by, that's just like your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. You don't have to grab onto them. You don't have to, you know, take a photo of them all and keep them forever. Like you can just observe them pass by. It's just yep. the thought. And then also um, it's like window shopping. Mm. walking through a mall and just looking like at that. stuff yeah yeah if you don't have to buy it you can just yeah 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 look at it I and- love that I haven't yeah. heard that one yeah that's good I always think of too of like a river you know you watch things like go down the river and you can decide if you want to jump in the river or you can just like stay on the coast and just kind of like watch things go by but uh, yeah it's it's the same idea um yeah and, it, and it's not easy because sometimes they're really begging for our attention <laughs> Yeah, it's tempting, but yeah. yeah. Um, okay, so you mentioned, so far we've mentioned meditating and breath work. There's also journaling, tapping, hypnosis, visualization, like all of these things. And it's just so much, it can seem so overwhelming because I feel like people get in the space, like, how do you have time? Like, you know, I have to have yeah. like this five hour morning routine to do all these things. Like. <laughs> Like what's necessarily, what's necessary to do out of all of these things? Whatever works for you. You know, if, if you only have five minutes a day, perfect. Spend five minutes a day at the same time every day and make that a priority for yourself. If you have more time than that, super. Um, you know, there's busy moms, there's corporate lives. Like there's, there's a lot going on, but just finding a little bit of space for yourself every day is just so important, whatever that looks like. So yeah, like if you're trying one tool and it's not working for you, like don't feel that you need to do it because the rest of society says that it's good for you. Like, no, find something that works for you. And if that's maybe not the most popular thing right now, like who cares, you know, if it works for you, do it. Yeah. So basically try out different ones and then decide. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, there's a huge list and the list goes on and on and on. And a lot of these tools are free. You don't have to spend a lot of money, you know, going outside and connecting with nature or doing breath work or doing meditation. There's YouTube videos that are free. So, you know, getting sunlight, a lot of these are, are just god-given rights to us that that we can participate in um and if you do want to spend more you can but it's not necessary Mm -hmm. so what would you tell the busy moms that say oh i don't have time to meditate you gotta find time (laughs) i mean like you know five minutes i i think the problem is people think that they're supposed to have like an hour-long meditation like you said this expectation of like i'm not doing enough And that's where we end up kind of putting ourselves in the failure position. Like you're, you're going to fail if that's the case. So if you only, if you only have two minutes a day, like I I think everybody can find two minutes a day, you know, the baby is sleeping, or maybe you wake up before the baby wakes up just for two minutes or five minutes a day. um, When you start seeing the results of these little actions, it empowers you to continue to do it. It's not easy at first. And it's sometimes you're like, why am I doing this? Like, this doesn't make sense. I could be doing other things with my time right now, but Mm -hmm. 
over time you see the benefits of it and you're like, wow, this is a non-negotiable for me. <laughs> yeah. That's the trap is you could find other things to do with your time, but look at what you're, what you're doing with your time, because someone might easily spend, you know, 15, 30 minutes scrolling on social media. But then when it comes to five minutes to meditate, you don't have time. Right. But right. yeah. And then it's yeah. just like, you know, spending $50 or hundred dollars to go out to dinner. But then when it comes to buying like organic, healthy food and the grocery yeah. bills, a hundred dollars is too much. Yep. Yep. So, yeah. I totally agree. Yeah. It's, 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 it's a, you know, it's a gradual transition too. like, um, you know, I didn't wake up one day and I just have all these tools in my toolbox. As I like to say, like over the years, I've had things come up in my life and I've needed to find a different tool. And I'm like, oh, this is cool. Let me put it in my toolbox. This is nice. Let me put it here. This is effective. So my toolbox fills up with these tools. And then when something happens, I'm like, hmm, which tool do I need right now to deal with life? Like, and I have these options. So it's, it's just learning as much as I can so that I have a choice because for a long time, I didn't feel like I had a choice and instead, you know, engaged in self-destructive behavior. So mm -hmm. now I, I have a choice and and it comes more natural to me to, to choose these new, healthier tools. <laughs> um, I want to get into aromatherapy because mm. aromatherapy and sound healing are your two big tools yeah. <laughs> in your yeah. toolbox. Um, yeah. I just imagine that your home just is like, <laughs> <laughs> just like a float tank. Of just like just beautiful smells and sounds. Um, so tell me, what does your house smell like? <laughs> um, you know, I think my go-to is probably lavender. Like you just can't yeah. fail with lavender. Um, sometimes I try to like other things and I do have a lot of other likes, but lavender just always calls me. It's a people pleaser and it's just like, oh, it's just so nice. Yeah. Um, one of my favorite combos is lavender and cedar wood. So it's like very grounding and calming. I love earthy, woody smells. So you can find a little bit of that too in my house. <laughs> I actually, what I use for perfume is I use lavender. So I have like, I, you know, got these empty little spray bottles and it's yeah. water with lavender essential oil and that's it. It's perfect. Yeah. 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 It's not too overpowering. You won't like offend anybody with it. <laughs> yeah. So how did you get into aromatherapy? Did that happen before or after the sound healing? Was that also a cat thing? No, that it happened a little bit before. So I was working my dream job um, and then COVID came and I lost my dream job and uh, I, I didn't know what to do. I couldn't find a job for two years. In the middle of it, um, I had, you know, a lot of essential oils at home, like a lot of <laughs> women do, I feel like. And I was like, what can I do with these oils? And I realized how stressed people were during COVID. And I was like, let's try to help people relax more. So I started creating blends like roll-ons, sprays, diffuser, shower blends. And then it just evolved from there. Um, I think one of my first products was also like an organic bug spray because living in South Florida, like clearly we have a lot of bugs down here and, um, I couldn't find like a really clean bug spray on the market. Um, all of my products are alcohol free too. 
So that is kind of rare. You usually find like a little bit of alcohol in most sprays that you use. Um, and that was really important for me to make an organic alcohol-free product. So the sprays are safe for the body. Um, you have a kid's bug spray, but you know, basically in any space of your house, there's an option for you. Um, you know, I make the roll-on so you can travel with them. They're easy to go to work with. Um, you can, all of my bottles are two ounces, so you can bring them on your carry-on. Um, they're easy to, to, to take anywhere. Now, why is alcohol free important? Alcohol can dry out the skin and I just wanted like the cleanest of the clean products. I, I didn't want um, any sort of residual or preservative. Um, I don't know, like sometimes I just get these thoughts in my head and I, I just go with it. But for me, like I, I wanted a very clean product. Um, and so I use uh, an alcohol-free witch hazel. Witch hazel is good for the skin. It's, um, you know, it's a toner. It's very um, hydrating and complements like pretty much all skin tones. And it's also safe for sensitive skin. Mm, okay. Because I mean, with me, I know I want to get um, things that are alcohol-free for the skin as well as... Um, things in the kitchen like vanilla extract or mm. things you want to get alcohol free if you can which is hard to find with that as well it is so I didn't know yeah. if like that was kind of like a similar like I didn't like why do we want to avoid alcohol yeah I mean if you don't need something why is it there you know like what, what's the point of it it's just like an extra that I just don't want I want the bare minimum ingredients the bare you know for food and for what goes on my body. So I, yeah, I know that alcohol, I think can sometimes be a preservative um, or keep the, the quality, but my products don't need it. Um, and some people have disagreed with me, which is fine. Um, I haven't had any issues with, with any of my sprays being alcohol free. So I'm going to continue to produce that way. <laughs> great to me. I definitely want to get the bug spray. That's for sure. Cause yeah. like you, I'm in Florida, so I could see the benefits there. Um, yeah. so you mentioned food, you don't want anything extra and, you know, we've already touched on the sound healing, the aromatherapy. I'm guessing your whole world, your whole life is a holistic healing. Like you look at it as like a holistic um yeah right so how else does that show up yeah so you know it could be like me getting acupuncture even my gracie cat gets acupuncture there's a vet in uh kendall that does acupuncture so she does her acupuncture as well it's so effective like it's really mind-blowing um if she doesn't get it for a week like you can tell um and so I'm grateful for that. Um, so I do my acupuncture. I like going to the chiropractor once in a while. I've been vegetarian for about 23 years now and have been more on a dairy-free, gluten-free diet for the past uh, nine months to a year or so. Um, just really trying to put in my body what my body needs. Um, you know, it could show up also as like the clothing that we wear, you know, it's hard to avoid synthetic linen nowadays, but I do try to get, you know, cotton, um, like natural fibers 
I just believe that the more extra stuff we put in our body, the more our body is just like, what the heck is this? And it just paves the way for more, for potentially more issues to arise. Um, and I think, or my belief is that taking as many precautions as I can against drugs and preservatives and all of these extra things that we have nowadays, um, the better my body is going to function. Um, so sometimes it's hard to say, cause maybe you just never get sick or maybe you never have an issue. And, and it's, you know, there's so many factors in life. There's so much air pollution, right? And there's just like all these other things and variables that, that we don't know for sure what affects this and what affects that. But if I can take a more holistic approach in my life on a daily basis, I know at least I feel better. Um, and for me, you know, I, I rarely get sick. Um, I have also dealt with chronic pain for, for a really long time. Um, coming from Chicago and moving to Florida definitely helped my body feel better, but switching over to more whole foods and a natural way of living. Um, I, I'm, I'm without pain more than I'm with pain now. And it's, it's a huge 180 change. Um, you know, I can function normally and like, it's, I don't really need to go down that path, but it was really bad. And, um, and I feel good now. Um, I go to the gym, I work out, you know, I'm strong. I include yoga. Um, take, I've taken a drumming class. Like, I don't know anything I can get my hands on. Like I really just, I want to, like I said earlier, just have as many tools in my toolbox as possible because you just never know what you need when you need it. And um, I don't want to be in a situation again where I, I, I feel out of control and that mm -hmm. I don't have the power within me to be able to, to heal and to, to decompress and to turn off that fight or flight sort of mode. Hmm. Okay. I want to hear more about the chronic pain, if you don't mind sharing, because that could be helpful to some people listening and where, like what they could use that maybe you found was helpful, like initially. Yeah, sure. So I, I, I remember starting physical therapy when I was probably like 16 or 17 years old. Um, I mostly suffered from lower back pain and a lot of times it was also in my neck. Um, and what would happen pretty randomly usually is I would just have these severe muscle spasms where um, I, I couldn't move. Like sometimes I'd be in bed for two or three days. Um, it was really horrible. And I would go to the emergency room and I would go to this doctor and that doctor and nobody could figure out what was going on with me. And ultimately they diagnosed me with fibromyalgia, which um, I didn't buy into. So I was like, and you know, they said, oh, it's in your head. Oh, it's this, it's that. There was a point where I was on morphine every day oh, for pain, like um, because they just kept throwing pills at me because nobody knew what to do, but I was still in so much pain and crying. Like, you know, that was their solution. Um, if you go to a Western doctor, you get a Western answer. So um, then I had a negative reaction from the morphine and I ended up having to come off of it and go through like a detox program. Like <laughs> it was really crazy. So then I, that kind of like started me on a different path. Um, like I said, moving to Florida, like getting away from the cold and the winter and the snow 
and coming to somewhere that is nice and hot really almost immediately changed how my body would feel. And once a year I would come down here on vacation and I would feel great. And I would go back home and I'd feel like crap. And I'm like, why does this have to be a vacation? Like, why can't I just like wake up on vacation every day? And um, so that's what I did. And then since I've been down here, just really getting into yoga, strengthening my body, but really little bit at a time, because anything that I would do too much, like my body would spasm again, it would go right back to where it was. And so just really just like pushing myself, but not a lot. And there would be, there would be times I would push myself too hard and I would, and it, you know, and it felt very discouraging, but years later, I'm at a point where I've strengthened my body, like you know, to a good amount where I don't have these spasms anymore. Um, CBD ointment has really helped me. Um, I also have like a TENS unit. If things get really bad, I can pick up a TENS unit, um, the breath work. And it's, you know, it's funny you asked because I was thinking about this the other day. It wasn't like just one thing worked for me and, and I just like did this thing and it just went away. But over the last, I've lived here for almost seven years and that's really when I've gotten into being more diligent with with natural organic health and and um and just learning these tools over time it just strips away these layers and and you don't even realize it's happening like you don't i i i didn't know that i was getting to the bottom of it but just going through the motion of healing and attending sessions and going to yoga and focusing on myself figuring out why I react the way I do and why, you know, this triggers me and, and having this awareness little by little, the pain just starts to kind of go away. Mm -hmm. And when you're in the pain, you would never think like over here, like that that's even possible, mm -hmm. but it is. And, um, you know, this is just my story. Um, but doing the work, like doing the self-work, like learning about the chakras was really big for me, learning about energy, like, um, and then just like going to these energy healing sessions, learning Reiki, learning sound healing, like little by little, it, it just made me a new person. And, you know, with that comes self-esteem, self-love, self-worth. You start speaking up for yourself more. I know you talk a lot about boundaries and, you know, just like being able to hold those boundaries for myself and for other people and self-respect like and and things just get better um so that's my story and it's really hard to even look back now and be like wow that's crazy I can't believe I was there not so long ago but um but but change and healing is possible I full-heartedly believe that for anybody that that you can heal from the inside out I had a feeling that it didn't start with your cat a couple of years ago. I knew there had to be <laughs> something deeper <laughs> because you don't get in this holistic healing world by accident. Yeah. 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 Um, there's so much in there I want to unpack. First of all, the baby steps. I'm really glad that you touched on that, like doing the healing little by little. Yeah. Because I I did the same thing. And I think that's what a lot of people will do is like, they see some progress and they're like, oh, I feel stronger. I feel like, you know, I can do more, but then you start to do more and your body's like, uh-uh, not yet. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. yeah. Like that was happening um, with my skin and with my like working out. That's why like, I'm constantly telling people that have skin issues, like 
don't do go don't do hit workouts like crossfit like long mm. runs heavy weight lifting like put your body under stress and then you're gonna see flare-ups and breakouts mm. and you're gonna backtrack yeah then you have to do it all over again but slower yeah. so yeah that's super key if you are dealing with anything physical to really take your time yeah like you didn't get to this point overnight and you can't fix it overnight. So just as long as it took you to get to this point, it's probably going to take you that long to kind of come out of it. So yeah, just be patient, but know you're on the right path. Yeah. And then to touch on like, that might seem like, oh man, like to some people, Mm -hmm. but here's the bright side. And you also touched on this is the domino effect because you wake up and like you, you felt like, wow, like I don't really have pain anymore. And you're not really paying attention to that because you're doing all these different things that do serve your health. But like while you're doing the breath work, you don't realize that it's also, it's not just helping your breath, it's helping suppressed emotions come up that you don't yeah. even feel that you're processing. Yeah, yeah. And just like all these, like you start, ha- you bring in the smoothie that you drink every day and yeah, it makes you feel better. It helps with like your gut issues, but you don't realize that it's also, you know, like help cleaning your liver, which is also cleaning your blood. And like mm-hmm. just all these, these domino effects that happen yeah. when you do like one little thing at a time. Yeah. That's so true. Yeah. yeah. And you also touched on chakras. Okay. I want to know more about that. I actually <laughs> take a really cool um, online course with it. Um, but I feel like the knowledge that you have is going to surpass anything I learned. So I want to know, how do you know when you have a blocked chakra? Am I saying it right? Yeah. Imbalanced, blocked, um, you know, a deficient or an excess chakra, you know, chakras are on the scale of things. So you either have a deficiency or an excess or it's balanced. Um, this can show up in a lot of, in pretty much any way, overeating, undereating, anxiety, fear, um, self-worth, shame, communication, expression, like your inability to connect with something higher than yourself. Um, if you have something that you're struggling with in your life, either physically, mentally, spiritually, it can be connected to the chakra system. Um, And that's why I love it so much because you can go back and constantly work on things. Um, You know, your chakras can be balanced one day and then the next day uh, something happens and and you need to go back and, and focus on it again. There's different mantras that align with different chakras and they're usually just so on point to what you're going through that they're just like, it really they really resonate with me um maybe you find yourself eating the same color food all the time maybe wearing the same color of clothes or maybe you hate wearing orange every you know you don't even own anything that's orange in your closet you know these could be indications of chakra imbalances um sound healing heals chakra imbalances um helps to bring awareness and intention to these chakras I actually have a line of chakra balancing oil, um, aromatherapy that uh, is really powerful for this. And uh, each of the chakra meditation oils has a QR code on the front that you can scan. It takes you to a five minute meditation that I recorded with my voice and the sound bowl to bring awareness and alignment to this uh, chakra. And you can use the oil. It's really awesome if you just like put some headphones on they're only five minutes. So again, they're very attainable to use. And um, 
you know, really helpful to start a new ritual in your life that, that is beneficial. But yeah, it's for me learning about the chakras for the first time, I was like, oh, this is really interesting. I felt really attracted to that. Yeah. Okay. That's interesting with um, the clothing and a little concerning for me because (laughs) (laughs) I wear a lot of white and black and neutrals. That's pretty much 99%. Okay. Um, Could you tell me anything from that? (laughs) (laughs) Well, like, why don't you like wearing colors? Um, I like simplicity and um I like when things especially if I'm going somewhere on a trip like everything is going to match yeah so like everything you do you feel like you don't really want to stand out a lot like you kind of want to be more um neutral like blend in kind of in the background um yeah I don't want to make a show like I don't need a ton of attention yeah yeah, I mean that could be part of it. I I I realized the other day I don't own anything that's yellow, and I specifically went out to buy something that was yellow the other day, and I I I didn't have any luck. But um, which chakra is that? That's the solar plexus. That's like taking action, like your self worth, um, guilt. Um, so I don't know. I challenge you to like go buy something that has some color in it. <laughs> now, which color? Because if going off of this, it sounds like all of my chakras are, are just a mess. <laughs> well, white is, is the crown chakra, which is your um, detachment from, you know, the 3D world. It's wisdom and it's connection to spirituality. So I feel like that is good. I always recommend starting at the base at the root chakra. So maybe you could buy like a little something with red in it. Or, you know, if that's too much, you can get like a red bracelet or a red necklace. Like, you know, you can add little accents until you're a little bit more comfortable. But the root chakra is our foundation. It's our stability. It's financial security. It's our basic needs. And, and a lot of people want to go live in this world up here without kind of doing this work. Um, and building their way up there. And I see it very frequently um, because this down here is scary and it vibrates at a lower level. And it's like, oh, like, I don't like that's in the past. I don't want to deal with it. I just want to be happy and like be conscious, you know? Yeah. And like, and, and, and Instagram like convinces us of some of these things too, right? Like that we have to like live this beautiful like life. And that's just not the case. Eventually it's going to bite you in the butt. And you're going to end up back at the root chakra anyways. So um, for me, the root chakra is always like, you know, the earthy smells. That's root chakra, like the grounding. I love deep sound instruments, like my gongs, like really get in your soul. And they're really deep. They're like 50, 55 hertz. And they're just like, you know, that I just, I'm always connecting with my root chakra. Like, um, I, I don't know. I feel like I'm just kind of stuck there all the time, but that's okay. Um, so yeah just like try some red (laughs) I do like the color red this is really enlightening um (laughs) and you did talk about the food too so I learned about that that you you do want to eat the rainbow and each color correlates to a different chakra which is part of why and also because they all contain different nutrients Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. eating different colors you're going to make sure that you get all those nutrients yeah yeah do you find that you eat certain colors more than others? 
I do try to, um, like, again, I see a pattern here. Anything that's like simple and like, <laughs> I'll, I'll eat the same thing every day, you know, for yeah. a month if I could, yeah. it was simple and easy and, and my body didn't want anything else. But at the same time, I am very in tune with my body. So if I have a craving for something else, then I will oblige. Okay. And um, so that probably helps because, you know, it keeps me balanced in that area. Yeah. 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 Very good. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think of what red foods then would an, would a red apple be a root chakra or because it's white on the inside, it'd be. No, you can do red apple, strawberries. What's really good for the root are also root vegetables, like um, things, you know, carrots, um, rutabaga, anything that grows in the sweet potato those would all be good for the for the root too. Something that's real grounding. Okay. <laughs> You'll have to keep me posted on this and let me know how how your diet or your clothes change. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to experiment with this. Probably today. <laughs> this is a sign for me. Nothing happens by accident. So I'm gonna yeah. take it seriously. <laughs> Very cool. Um, is there anything else? that you would like to share um what i would like to share is that you know healing is possible um i share my healing through aromatherapy and sound healing because it's helped me and i find that it helps a lot of other people um, i provide aromatherapy services on my website and sound healing services in a group setting or individual if that's what you're seeking i also like offering sound healing to corporate corporations for corporate wellness because that's a very stressful place and um, we know how demanding that lifestyle can be as well so um, you know if anybody has any questions feel free to reach out to me I love talking to people and um, you know I'm happy to respond and, and have a conversation with anybody um speaking of I have one more question for you but first where can people find you so you can find me on Instagram at Attunergy1, or you can go to my website, www.attunergy.com. And also I have a YouTube if you want to listen to some sound healing or uh, meditations, or I have some chakra balancing meditations on my YouTube channel as well. You can just look up Attunergy on YouTube and you'll find me there. Okay. I'll also have these linked in the description so everyone can get the spelling and everything. Okay. So I would like to know what is your number one health tip? So out of all those tools in your tool, toolbox, whether it's mindset, diet, and nutrition, physical, emotional, just the one piece of advice that you would like everyone to know. Hmm, that's a tough question. Um, the one thing I would like everybody to know is, is to stay true to yourself. Um, connect with your intuition, connect with your heart. Um, you know, if you feel like something is not working in your body, it probably isn't working. Um, and if something makes you smile and you're excited to do it, it probably means it's working. So start to try to tune in to these subtleties in our body and our mind and, and, um, and go with your gut. And sometimes the, the best decision is not the easiest decision. <laughs> I love that. 
Thank you so much, Jess, for joining me. And I hope everyone listening has a beautiful day. Thank you. That concludes this episode. If this resonated with you, please give it a rating and review. And if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out on Instagram. I would love to hear from you. Links are in the show notes. I sincerely thank you for your time and your presence.